is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. NFL owners meetings got off to an early start Monday morning in West Palm Beach, Florida, and the most important part of it has already come out. Clearly, clearly, it's of Mike Vrabel, or not Mike Vrabel, it's it's someone sitting right in front of Mike Vrabel of all those coaches. Did you see that photo? That's what I was talking about. The coach's picture is the best part of the owner's meeting. I forget which coach. Oh, it, it's it's Matt Rule. Yeah, he was Matt standing Rule in the straight front, up. in the very front row, right. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Looks like he's in absolute <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida shape. I love Ron Rivera and, of course, Andy Reid wore a Hawaiian shirt, but I like Ron Rivera throwing out the... Uh, I don't know if you can call it a Hawaiian shirt, but it was like a little, you know, what do you call that? Floral pattern, I guess, with a little Floral. commander's yeah. logo on it. So, you know, some guys, cool. are in, some guys are in the shorts and Sean the t-shirts. Sean McVay's looking really cool. Sean McVay's looking like the typical millennial. He looked like the guy just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. He looked like the guy just won the Super Bowl. No Belichick. No surprise there. He's never in the owner's uh, or the, the coach's picture. Kind of Mike like a, Tomlin kind of hiding in the back. I was going to say, kind of like a Where's Waldo. He's yeah. in the very back row. Next and a to Pete shorter. Carroll. Yep. yep. And I think he's behind Kyle Shanahan, who's a pretty tall guy, mm-hmm. or at least in the picture he is. So he's kind of like standing right in front of him. <laughs> that picture is always just so funny to me every now, I'm year. I'm glad and... we were on the same page there because I wasn't sure if that's where you were going to go. But it was the obvious Are answer. you ashamed to admit that you can't name all of the coaches in the picture? Well, because I, think I that's certainly what, cannot. Isn't that what Adam Schefter tweeted? How, how many, many can you grab? I got. I, I, would, I would say at least 10 of them. I mean, how many same white guys can... They all look alike. Like, they all look well, like fat the white guys. The big names is what I got. I got Tomlin and I got McVeigh. Yeah, you can obviously I tell got, the stars. <clears throat> yeah, right. You got the big names, but beyond... Like, I, I, I couldn't tell you what Kevin Stefanski looks like I don't know what Dennis Allen looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, I don't know what uh, I Dable I could tell because he's a big fat white guy in the uh, what's his name? head. Zach Taylor, I couldn't point out to you in a crowd. Zach Taylor looks like the most plain Jane guy ever, too. Like you, right. I, you wouldn't be able to point if he walked into Starbucks down the street when we went to get coffee after we did these shows, you would have no idea that Zach Taylor, no. head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, was in there with you. Harbaugh is the only other AFC North coach that <laughs> I recognize yeah, right. actually. And uh, but yeah, anyway, it's just it's always such a funny picture when that one comes out. I don't know why they make the coaches do that every year, but I'll say oh, so one last thing I'll say. Did so you notice Mike McDaniel look... had the wife beater on underneath the see-through button-up shirt? I don't so think you I can noticed that. See one. the wife beater. I it's like, that, bro, yeah. get a wife, get a girlfriend, get right. a significant other to tell you you gotta wear a Can't darker wear shirt on top right. of that, or else that wife beater is just gonna shine through. So and many in shape too, Mike. Just don't even wear the wife beater. Just rock it, you know. Hey, it doesn't some matter. Abs. You're you're in, you're in Florida, you're in Florida, Florida baby. You don't need to be wearing. You don't need to be layering up there. <laughs> he's by the way, he's like the weirdest coach I think to ever really get the HC next to his name, Mike McDaniel. He's just a goofball. If you watch some of, watch some of his interviews that he's done this off season, he's just absolutely hilarious. They asked him at the owner meeting about the Tom Brady to Miami mm-hmm. rumors, and he was just like, huh. Like, literally did that sound effect. A little grunt. And he was like, that's, uh, he's like, that's what you uh, call what? Uh, fake news. That's fake news. You're also, you're also going to be very f- uh, familiar with Florida. Like, you're the Dolphins head coach. What are you doing? At this point, you should be so comfortable. Are, are you, ba- are you back on his suit, on his outfit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. He should just go swimsuit, no shirt. Like, just be like, hey guys, welcome, welcome to home. This is what I do. Well, 
There was some serious stuff that came out of the sure. owners' meeting as well. Uh, obviously, Mike Tomlin spoke with Missy Matthews in a nice one-on-one interview, gave us some good insight into what the coach is thinking. We haven't heard the coach since the Combine a few weeks back, so nice to hear from him again. Give us some good fodder to talk about here on this here program. I want to start with the overtime rule proposals because I think that's the main thing heading into this owners' meeting that people are really chewing on is – the proposed changes to the overtime rule in the NFL. The Indianapolis Colts, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Tennessee Titans have all presented rule changes with slight variation. The Colts and Eagles proposal allowed both teams to possess the ball in overtime. The Titans allows both teams to possess the ball in overtime unless the team with the opening possession scores a touchdown and a successful two-point conversion. So it's not like the normal... I guess you could call it normal because it's what it is now, where you score a touchdown, game's mm-hmm. over. You have to get the two-point conversion as well to shut the other team out from getting the ball and having a chance to tie you. So can we start with the Tennessee proposal? I like that one Because it's the bit. most unique, but do you think that the, the NFL purists of the world are going to say, that's just too much, that's too circus kind of showing off, changing the rules too much, keep it simple, stupid, we're up to changing the rules, but not so much where you're throwing two-point conversions in there. I mean, college football doesn't even include a mandatory two-point conversion until, what, the fourth overtime? Uh, I think after three overtimes. Well, now it's just after a certain point, you have to just go for two every time. Right, well, I think, I think shootout, it's— But I think it used to be— yeah, after two, I think you have to go for two in the third and then, overtime. And then, and then by the fourth, fourth one, it's, it's just two-point conversion. Right, exactly. Over and over and over again. So which, I think the NFL purists, not necessarily football purists, but NFL purists are going to say, this isn't college. We're not trying to make it super exciting and, and sudden death-like just yet. I, I, don't, I don't think that one's going to be the one. It, if, if any are accepted, that's going to be the one to be moved forward with. Well, it's funny that you say NFL purists might not like that because Tomlin— in response to this proposal, both teams' proposals, Colts, Eagles, and the Titans' proposal, said, to be quite honest with you, quote, I'm a sudden death advocate. I'm a traditionalist. I don't fear sudden death, and I never have. But obviously, I lost that battle a decade ago. But my position remains unchanged. I am one of the few sudden death advocates, I would imagine. He's referring to how they did change the rule from not being sudden death right. whenever they said you'd have to score a touchdown on your first mm-hmm. possession. You can't just go kick a field goal mm-hmm. anymore. And end the football game. Quote, I just think 60 minutes, everybody has had a fair opportunity to win the game. When you're talking about changes as it pertains to competitive fairness, I speak for, to the first 60 minutes that we all had. So win the game. I don't fear sudden death. I get where Coach is coming from here. I do because it's total, not just what you would expect uh, average head coach in the NFL to think like, but it's exactly what you'd think Mike Tomlin would think like. And <clears throat> He is never one to make excuses, so I am not surprised at all that he's jumping on the train of, I've had a full 60 minutes here to win this football game. What are you talking that's, about? That's I don't more need than any enough. extra time. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't need to, I shouldn't have to ask for another possession in over, overtime to try to win this game. I had all the chance. I had eight or nine possessions during the game that I should have been able to end up winning it. And You look back to the Lions game when the Steelers ended up tying them. Mason Rudolph skipped the ball into Ray Ray McLeod. There's your win in regulation right there. Not only that, I mean, just Pat Fryer with Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson, don't fumble the ball. There's a lot of opportunity to win that game in regulation. Uh, Chiefs-Bills, the playoff game, that is really sparking all of this when you think about it. I mean, I know it's the Colts and the Eagles and the Titans that proposed the rule changes. Um, the, The Bills and the Chiefs both did say to the NFL they want 
new rule. They didn't propose an actual change, but they said they'd like to explore the overtime rule. You stop Mahomes with 13 seconds left, you win the football game. You're right. going into the AFC Championship game. Like, there's opportunity in regulation to win games. So I get where Coach is coming from, but as a fan, I disagree with him. I want both teams to touch the ball in overtime. Sure. I want more excitement. Sometimes 60 minutes just isn't enough to you, decide a football game. There isn't a fan of football who didn't want that Chiefs-Bills game to ever end. Ever end. Because before the last five or six minutes of the fourth quarter, it was still a great game. And then those final six minutes unfolded where I think I think the Chiefs scored two touchdowns and the Bills scored three touchdowns. There's a combination of like five touchdowns within a span of six minutes or something. After Even before that, people were saying, wow, this is going to go down as one of the best playoff games we've ever seen. And then it solidified in those last six minutes that it was one of the best playoff games, if not the best playoff game we've ever seen. No one's saying, oh, well, I'm so glad only one team could – has a chance to, to score here and, and pop end it. No one wanted that. You wanted to see both teams get the chance. And you, to be honest, Tom, I, I'm sure this is even more so true. You wanted Kansas City to, to get the first possession just because they got it. I'm not saying I, you wanted Kansas City to get it, but because they got because it, they got it yeah. they'll score the touchdown, and then Buffalo will go down and also score a touchdown, and then you have your real sudden death. Both teams have scored, and now it's sudden death. I think that would have been best case scenario for that game. Yeah, I think it would have been too. Now, but that that's not possible because at the time the rules would not allow that. Twenty four out of thirty two teams need to vote for this to become a change. Say twenty three owners have voted in favor of a rule change, and I'm just, see this is a bad example that I'm painting here. I'll just make it simple. Keep it simple, stupid Jacob. You get to decide. Do you want to go with the Titans proposal? Do you want to go with the Eagles or the Colts proposal? Eagles and Colts are more traditional. That's, sudden, that's both teams get a chance. See, Titans, I, I Titans feel like leaves I know... an option for you to just end the game if you win the coin toss, but you got to score a touchdown and you got to get a two point conversion. I, I'm, so I'm... you're still putting it in the hands of a coin, sure. kinda, but it's a little bit harder than it has been before. Ah. Uh... I feel like you're going to disagree with me here, but I'm going to go with the Eagles and Colts. I think I agree with you, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think the Titans one is fun and adds a little you know drama to that two-point conversion, but Eagles and Colts are the more fair plan, and it's all about being fair. You right? know what the NFL could easily do? Similar to how Major League Baseball uses the minor leagues or uses preseason games— or, or spring training games, why not use those three weeks in preseason to kind of experiment with your overtime? Sure, you're not going to get a ton of overtime in preseason football. Kind of rare just because you don't see teams really sh- striving to win in the fourth quarter for those big fourth quarter comebacks with their third and fourth stringers. But if the opportunity presents itself, why not say, okay, we're just going to try this out here? Yeah, I don't see why you shouldn't, why you wouldn't do that, but... Yeah, I think Colts and Eagles' plan, every team gets the ball is good because, again, you're still kind of putting some weight. It, it's like they keep wanting to put less and less weight on this coin toss without just fully ripping the Band-Aid off and making the coin toss as irrelevant as it can be, which is what the Colts and Eagles' plans do, do because no matter what happens on that coin toss, no matter what the team that wins the coin toss does, you know we're going to get the ball back, we're going to get a chance to respond. Now— Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe they included in the proposal that the teams start on like the 35 yard line or 20, 30 yard line. 
I think I saw that somewhere. I don't know if that I was I think that officially... was a rumored thing okay. out there. I do not believe that that's an actual... Because then you really are getting close to college. Exactly. And I think that's where you'll definitely get a lot of... Not Push just back. purists, but just people in general in the NFL circles and coaches and GMs and owners saying, we are a different game from the college football mm-hmm. game. We are more... I don't want to say advanced, but we have more opportunity for no see that's not the right word either it just they don't want to change the actual construct of the game being played on the field because college overtime is a completely different sport than the actual game of football Mm. they don't want to change that in the nfl they want to keep playing football using the full length of the field well the only reason i i also bring it up is because not just separating themselves from college in that aspect with overtime rules but it's been floated out there for several years now a lot longer of a time span than we've been talking about the overtime rules about eliminating kickoffs overall and at the pro level. So my the reason I brought it up was, do you think that if it's, if it's attached to this proposal, is that the first stepping stone or is that the first like uh, thing to fall, stone to fall, and, and this maybe cascade of an avalanche that could lead to uh, – kickoffs being completely wiped out from this game i think that's a rule change that is going to be explored soon um and i think that as far as player safety is concerned yeah that's something that they definitely want to get rid of in the game how many times is it a touchback anyway i mean i won a good 20 dollars bankroll at the start of the super bowl this year just because i bet on the first kickoff to be a touchback i was like it's easy money like you think just, it's probably they're gonna like... blast us out of the end zone they do it 95 percent of the time the only people that yeah. don't are like justin tucker but that's because Harbaugh tells him to put it at like the two, so they because, have to run it because out. Because he can, he's that yeah, good. And he, can play he Harbaugh it knows we'll most likely cover this enough that they'll get it before the twenty. They'll get it before the twenty-five. So we are gaining yardage on this kickoff. But ninety-five percent of the time, they boot that thing in the fifth row. Is it annoying to you how when you're watching a game and they're bringing out the kicker and they you touchback as a statistic? That used to be something impressive. Impressive. Now it's like because if you it, don't it, get a touchback, it's not impressive unless you're doing it on purpose. Right. It, it used to be, first of all, the kickoff started 10 yards or farther, farther back, away, yeah. and guys just weren't as strong or as accurate as they are now. Oh, kickers? I don't know if there's a position that has developed more than the kicker. No, I, don't, I completely agree. I mean, they're talking again. Another rule change, not as big of a, a discussion, but they're talking about shortening or narrowing the goalposts because guys are just they're just too good they're too, too accurate. accurate right i don't know if i agree with that one let's not I don't get, like that one either we're not canadian football we're not arena football because now. it's not i mean you're still seeing guys miss that's where i see that's where i get nervous about this kind of stuff because this ot thing is a real significant rule change that they're debating maybe as we speak right now in west palm beach florida and I worry that people get rule change happy sometimes, and that then it starts to escalate. When to one what you're dom- yeah, like, when one domino oh, shorten, falls, shorten yeah. the field goal post now. Get rid of kickoffs in the game, and then all of a sudden you change the rules so much that you're not playing the game that you recognize anymore mm-hmm. as as NFL football. But I think that this overtime one is is a right thing to address. It is something that I think absolutely needs to be fixed because. I don't want a coin toss, a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. to come down to deciding games. Uh, regular season games, I'm more partial to letting a coin toss aside, but once it comes mm-hmm. to the playoffs, oh, it's, absolutely. it's just absurd. 
One other thing that Tomlin said about this before we move on to some of his other comments, quote, I don't have time to stand in front of my team at the most significant moment in the game and explain to them how and why it's different or to remind those guys of the rules. He's saying this in reference to regular season overtime being different from postseason overtime. He wants them both to be uniform. He wants I, them both I agree. to be the same. I agree. I think you should play a full quarter of football in overtime. Or well, in the playoffs, excuse well, me. Well, that's 15 just, minutes. Just, or oh. I could even go 10 minutes but there's no, Just, you score, then gotcha. they have a chance to score. If they don't, it's over. You score, they punt, you can go again until 10 minutes is up. Like, I think that it should take a page from the NHL where instead of going three-on-three three in the regular season, it's five-on-five, five, 20 minutes of hockey in the playoffs. I think that's fair, so that and I think my... it would work for the NFL. Player safety is going to be all over you, sure. though, when it comes to that. But that's why I would be like, but it's only for the playoffs. So that think about how rare a playoff overtime is. You get one a year, maybe. So, like... Except I know for, this except year for the was crazy. Round we had all four. But usually you get one or right. two a year. It's not, and, and it's most likely not still going to be tied at the end of a, another mm. ten minute period. So that was my fault for misinterpreting what Tomlin said about consistency because I thought he was saying how in the regular season they could just go with the first team to score, and then in the playoffs it would be the both teams get an actual chance, not something so drastically different. I think it does have to be uniform. Be, for for reasons like that. Well, dude, players don't even know that you can tie. I, like, how is that possible? I don't know, but our I own remember, running back said that this year. I remember exactly Najee Harris, right? I remember back in like 2008 or something, Donovan McNabb tied with the Eagles, and I'm in seventh grade, right? And Donovan McNabb, who's been in the league for over a decade at that point, said, "Yeah, I had no idea ties were a thing." I'm like. Dude, I'm 12 years old, and I knew that. Yeah, How are you a professional for a decade plus in this league, and you didn't? So I like what Tomlin's saying as far as that's concerned, is keeping you gotta let You got to make sure these guys know what Because if doing. they don't even know that you can tie when you get to the NFL. Maybe they're, maybe they're like, maybe it's something where it's like a third and one, or, or, or it's a third and, and, and go situation, and they don't make the biggest effort they can make because it's tied, and they're thinking, oh, well, we can still walk away with a win here but then time expires and then oh my gosh what were you doing you you just ended the game in a tie yeah absolutely so i think you got to keep it a little less complicated as far as moving parts when players don't even know you can tie in the regular season as it stands now i think you have to keep it uniform in the playoffs and the regular season because then you're gonna have players that are just like oh we, we do this right we won the coin toss and we win and then you have to be like like tomlin said standing in front of the group going well it's the playoffs now, so even if we do score a touchdown here, the other team is going to get a chance with the football. So to put a bow on it, I would make the Colts and Eagles plan the plan. Mm -hmm. I would say that both teams get a chance with the ball, mm -hmm. and if they are tied again at the end of both teams getting a chance, you go to sudden death. The next team to score wins. I think that's fair, and you keep that in the playoffs as well, and it's the same formula for overtime regular season and playoffs which it is now so right you just adapt it to a sure. better more fair rule but keep it uniform across both regular and postseason one thing that i would like to see change and i don't know if this was included i don't like the 10 minute period i think it needs to be a full 15 i don't okay. know why the 10 thing is because it'll be over before 15's up most likely anyway so you won't right even but be you, you, we've seen a lot more ties well i don't know tom because we've seen a lot more ties w once they've shrunken it down to 10 minutes. So it's not necessarily a given someone's going to score in that extra five, but I just do think the 10 is too short. 
I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't understand why you can't go. Yeah, it's not. It's not like baseball where people are like the games are too long. I don't want to stick around for yeah, another. People need more football. Exactly. Yeah. It is player safety. I mean, that's where it has to come down to as mm-hmm. far as when you get pushback on things like this or. When people would say, "Well, we can't go full fifteen minutes. We have to shorten mm-hmm. that period, e- even because we don't, we just can't afford that extra five minutes of wear and tear on our body." Mm-hmm. Or, "Oh, we have to end these games in a tie. We can't keep going to a double overtime period because, I mean, people are just going to. They're already getting sure. into a car crash sure. every single time they snap the ball for seventeen weeks in a season. We can't just add a toll onto their body." So. We can do it at the college I, I level, apparently, that. but we can't do it at the well, professional level. Well, they're trying to level. fix it at the college level. That's why they did the double. The right. uh, Once they get to quadruple overtime, you just go for two-point conversions. Except for, was it last year or two years ago where we had like a, that 10 overtime? Penn State, game. Illinois. Right. Wasn't Illinois that, beat Penn State right. in Happy Valley. And, and, and it's just going overtime, two-point right? conversion after two-point yeah. conversion after two-point conversion. And then, you know, a rule change that you thought on paper was a good idea, you mm-hmm. see it actually play out. And I don't know anybody who didn't think that that was stupid when they were just going two-point right. conversion for two-point conversion. Uh, it kind of ruined what – it did end up being an epic upset with Illinois B. Right, Illinois won But it kind of ruined Valley. the upset as it was happening because it turned into a sideshow instead of mm. an actual football game. And college football isn't an actual football game when it came to overtime. You know, you start in the 30, mm. you, you got – it's unique. Sure. But it's a lot more close to the actual sport than just lining up at the two each time and having essentially what's the equivalent to the NHL's version of the shootout when it comes to football is a two-point conversion off. So, yeah, I think player safety is the main fuel for a lot of this stuff. And I think it will be the main fuel for if they end up eventually eliminating kickoffs in football games Mm -hmm. or stuff like that, I think. I think you'll see get approved because they have the players' best safety in mind, or they just want to have the appearance that right. they have the players' right. safety. So, the and that's what it's line. all about, appearances. What do you think about, like, onside kicks? Because that's an incredibly dangerous play. But it's, I've seen, it, 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 it's an incredibly essential part of the game. It is, though. but I've seen rule changes where they're like, well, what if you make it, like, 4th and twenty? And they have to get the first down. And if they get the first down, they get the ball. You know back. what's ridiculous about that is that can't you get just as hurt? Like, fourth and twenty, you have to go twenty yards for the onside kick. You have to go, go ten. Yards. So I mean, so you're making it harder. So you make it fourth and ten, but that's too easy, right? Right. Like that's everybody can get ten yards on a single play like that. So although player safety will curb some elements of the game, I bring up the onside kick as an example of something that I think you just cannot get out of the game because there's just no way to create that same opportunity of getting the ball back without also really just going again I use the same term sideshowy on the thing. The other aspect to it is with the onside kick, it's not you're not proclaiming to the other team, hey, we're for sure gonna onside kick it here. Right? There how many Absolutely. times I mean Super Bowl what was it? Super Bowl forty four with the Saints and the Colts, Sean Payton deciding to start the second half with the onside kick. How do you do that? How do you like, part of the onside kick? Part of the, <clears throat> the part of the like entertaining part of it is that it can come in at a very unexpected time. So what if you just line up for fourth and twenty? It's pretty obvious. Oh, they're gonna go for it here. They're gonna try to get the ball back. There is no element of surprise to it. How do you combat that? Yeah, you can't do the uh, the old Pat Matt right. where he just where kicked he, it right where down the middle. He didn't of the even field. tell his teammates he was doing nope. it. Kicked it down the middle of the field, then got in front of the ball. 
and kind of like boxed out, like waited a, like for a basketball him to roll player, the full ten yards, and then, and then just, just fell, fell on, on top it. of it because he noticed that the special teams for the Texans was leaving the middle of the field wide open. It was an error on their part. So if you take, like you said, you take that out of the game, you take that kind of you know gamesmanship and that kind of football IQ out of the equation, right. where he can say, "I have an advantage here. I'm going to kick the ball right up the middle and get the ball back." So. Yeah, I don't think you can get rid of that. Since we spent almost the entire episode, but, but talking then about the also, Tom, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go one more. If you eliminate kickoffs but kick onside kicks, then it, there is still no surprise element to it because if you just line up to kick, it's going to be for the onside kick. It's true. To f- to wrap up, since we spent too much time talking about overtime, we're going to have to end this episode. Gut feeling: Do you think that the owners are going to vote twenty four of them? 32 vote to change the overtime. Do you think we'll have a different? Overtime I think I think we will. Year? I think there will be enough guys who are, and it, it helps that it's the the average coaching, the average age for NFL coaches is getting younger and younger. Good point. That'll help a lot. We do know one coach that's going to vote no, though, or one owner, I guess, that would vote no. Here, I, based on what the coach is saying about it, right. I would think that they're in a uniform kind of line of thinking, but maybe not. I mean, that's why. One signs the other's paychecks mm-hmm. because he gets to make mm-hmm. the decisions like this. I do think that they're going to change the overtime rule, though. I think that the NFL is actually pretty good at listening to its audience. Like, right. I, I know that it doesn't listen to it all the time. How could you? I mean, the general public has terrible ideas constantly. <laughs> but I think when there's a pretty uniform feeling amongst people that something needs to be fixed in the game, something needs to be made a little bit more equal playing field. I think the NFL is pretty solid at responding in that positively. Sure. And I think you saw that with the Chiefs-Bills game. I mean, it was I don't know if you ran into anybody who thought that there shouldn't be a chance for the Bills to get the ball there. I think maybe, you know, you have 10% of people that will argue with the opposite side of anything. I mean, Roger Goodell himself would probably be saying, this is great for me. If they I have, playing. I have everybody... Well, no, <clears throat> sorry, not in that aspect. I'm saying this is great for me. This is great for my shield. This is great for my brand. There isn't no person not talking about this tomorrow. Oh, of course not. And and when they do inevitably change the rule or don't change the rule, then it's fodder for another day on mm-hmm. radio where it's, oh, my God, I can't believe they changed this rule. It's terrible what they're doing to this game. Or the other side of the fence, which is where we'll land on, which is good for them for changing the rule. Now it's more fair. Now each team gets a chance to touch the ball when it comes to overtime, and that's the way it should be. Uh, enough of letting a coin decide the outcome of the game. And I hate people that are like, well, you can play defense. It's like, you can play defense, but the coin still determined that you have to play defense. And I get that you're going to have to do a coin flip either way, mm-hmm. but at least if the coin determines you have to play defense, you also... You know, when Mahomes is getting first down after first down after first down, you don't have to, like, start panicking that you're going to lose. You can immediately just say, okay, offense, how are we going to respond to right. this? So I do think that you will see this rule change come to fruition this offseason, and I think it's for the better. I think that it will make a more fair, competitively balanced NFL. And I am inter- I agree with you, and I am interested, furthermore, to see exactly what details are attached to it. Exactly how will the NFL articulate the rules when it comes to the yeah, actual change. The actual parameters, right. Well, we will find out, I'm sure, at some point this week. But that'll do it for this episode standard. Like we said, Mikey T had a lot more to say to Missy about some Steelers-specific stuff. We'll get into that on our next episode. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman. As always, appreciate you guys listening, and we'll talk to you next time.